Good morning and welcome to the Denny Atherton podcast. On this episode, we are going to be covering learning disabilities and <clears throat> how I deal with them, cope with them, accept them. I don't know. However you want to look at it, I have learning disabilities. We're going to talk about how I got them because I didn't have them previously to what had happened and then what I what had happened is what caused it. Uh, so, and how I deal with them as an adult and as somebody who cannot stay in a career and is constantly needing to learn. I think that's an ego thing. I'm having a lot of realizations lately. Lady, 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 lady. <laughs> Anyways, um... So I was nine years old and I had grand mal seizure, which if you don't know what that is, that's a very serious seizure. Uh, it's the kind that kill people. I mean, most seizures could potentially have the effect to seriously harm somebody. They're scary, okay? And if you're listening to this and don't know what to do if somebody hits the floor and has a seizure, I really, really recommend finding uh, a good educational source because even though I have dealt with more than one seizure in my life, I have not had the experience of being around somebody while they have a seizure. Um, but I do know what to do, but I'm not a medical personnel, so I don't feel like I need to share that information. But uh, <clears throat> no, I that was wrong that was not what I meant like I don't feel like I should share that information I don't feel educated enough to share that information okay okay so um I had a grand mal seizure and that was the beginning dun 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 so I remember waking up in the hospital and my mom being at my bedside and my dad was Mm, a few towns over at work and he made it to where we were in like record time and I was like oh god he was speeding clearly those were not the thoughts that were going through my mind at nine years old I was scared shitless I didn't know who my parents were I remember not knowing who my parents were like it was fucked up imagine being a nine-year-old in the hospital waking up like coming to and being like Oh shit, who are these people? No idea. Didn't know what my parents' telephone number was. You know, back then we had house phones. I didn't know the house phone number. I didn't know my parents' names. I didn't even know my own name. And these are all things that I remember. And I also remember, like, a guy being brought in. This is total side story, okay? So... This guy was brought in on a stretcher and he was under the influence of some sort of drug and he had fallen off a ladder and broke his back and the EMT was on top of him to try to restrain him because he was going to hurt himself way more and this dude straight up bites a chunk out of the EMT's chest. Yeah, these are like my first memories of like after my seizure. Totally, totally not traumatic at all <laughs> it's funny all right so um needless to say I had to go through 
I should have thought about this before I started recording the podcast because I'm going to kind of be all over the place. I'm going to remember something and then jump back and then go on and then jump back. So bear with me as I tell you this story because I am all about being raw and unedited. So we're just going to, we're going to go with it. We're going to go with the flow. So I had the seizure and I remember having a really hard time in school and feeling dare I say this word, stupid. And I had this narrative in my head for a long time that I was stupid. And I feel like this is why I'm constantly wanting to learn something new. And I've never stuck with something long enough to be great at something. But I have tried something new just to say I'm good enough. That's a really weird realization a lot of it is ego uh because I had this narrative in my head for a long time that I was stupid and that's terrible no one should ever be told as a child that you're stupid because I wasn't stupid I had a seizure and I had two more after that luckily they weren't as severe but I had to do testing and all these things and let me tell you okay Neurologists, they're weird, bro. I have a list of men, like in professions that I would never ever date. And I think that's one of them. If you're a neurologist, that's a red flag. (laughs) Because you're freaking loony, all right? My neurologist was nuts. He was a quack. But that's not here nor there. So basically, test taking became very, very difficult. And they started to notice that I needed a lot of help in school. So my parents had to come in and, you know, do that whole fight for your kid thing to uh, get some extra help. So I went into special education and I was bullied, bro. I was bullied. I went from private school um, into a public school and I was really bullied in that public school. It was terrible. Like I had a girl like taking my lunch money. I had kids telling me that I was stupid. And this was what? In third grade? I was in third grade when all this started. And I was in uh, special education. Which there's nothing wrong with special education. But when you're a kid going through it. And you're having a hard time like remembering anything. And you feel like a failure and, you know, you see your mom being stressed out because you're just not being able to be great at school. And, you know, as a parent, me, myself as a parent now, I, uh, I can see how sometimes fear can turn into, um, like, I don't know. I don't know. I I know that she was afraid. She was afraid for me and she wanted what was best for me. Okay? I know that. And so where was I? See, this is a part of it. No. (laughs) Uh, Test taking and it was hard. Oh. So I was a junior in high school when I finally got out of special special education. I was so 
fucking proud of myself. I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm done. And I had all these aspirations to go to college. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to become a nurse. I didn't want to be a hairdresser. And I just kind of wanted to get my hairdressing license and finish out high school because that's I went to a technical high school. So I learned to trade and went to high school all at the same time. Most of those kids don't go to college. Most of us uh, just go out into the field that we graduate in or we change our profession altogether and go back to school for a different shop and our trade. We are bred differently shop people we really are like tech people anyways (laughs) so I got my hairdressing license and it was a written test and let me tell you when I was sweating I was convinced that I didn't pass and I was like I didn't want to admit it to anyone I was like shit I I bombed that test I know I did because I was one of the first ones done and I was like this is not good I felt like I wasn't reading the questions and that was like 16 17 years ago and I still remember sitting there being like shit this is not gonna end well I'm gonna have to come all the way back up here and take this test again because we had to drive like an hour to go take the test and when I got the letter in the mail that I passed I was so excited I'm so happy oh my god cry like you would not believe ugly girl happy tears anyways uh and then as an adult I wanted to change my profession (laughs) because you know I've tried to change it 12 million times I wanted to become a personal trainer and This was when my son was two, so 14, 15, 16. So in 2016, I wanted to become a personal trainer. And I signed up for basically like the quote-unquote master's degree in personal training. Even though like I wasn't going to college, okay? I, I didn't end up going to college because I needed to do so many prerequisite prerequisite there we go (laughs) classes that I was just like this is gonna take forever I'm gonna end up failing out I'm not smart enough I'm not good enough and this is like all internal narrative from being told at such a young age that I was stupid because then it snowballed to one thing to another and which ended up making me a super people pleaser you know what I mean because I wanted to Proved to my parents that they didn't have to worry about me, that I was smart and all this other stuff. And I ended up not going to college. And I went into hairdressing right out of high school. And after I had my son, he, bro, is the reason why I pushed through basically everything. That kid has saved me so much and not I am not going to cry. Hold on. All right, I'm good. So uh, my child has been nothing but a blessing in disguise. This kid has 
made me feel incredibly strong when I feel so incredibly weak, when I don't feel like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. My child has proven to me otherwise because <laughs> I keep going. Bitch, I'm still here. Anyways, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, I wanted to become a personal trainer, so I decided to go through, uh, NASM, and that involved going and taking a test at a testing center. I was terrified. I was like, oh, no, I definitely, this is not going to end well. I did fail the first time. No. No, I didn't. That's a lie. I didn't fail the first time. I got it the first time. <laughs> Or did I fail? I don't remember. All I know is I had like my personal training certification. And then I started to like feel different about myself. I started to feel like, okay, you know, obviously I have this thing, which is a learning disability. And I have, you know, ADD which I was medicated for, I'm not medicated for anymore, and I know what you're thinking, oh my god, if you have ADD, why are you not on medication? Not everyone who is diagnosed with something needs a pill, and that's going to be another episode that you are not your diagnosis, okay, and you don't need to identify with your, di your diagnosis ever, because that's not who you are, and uh, so yeah, I digress completely lost my train of thought oh so I started to think differently of myself see see this is this is how I am started to think differently of myself and started to build confidence in who I am and I'm confident in my ability in certain things and I have since learned to be okay when I am not right not everything needs to be perfect I'm a little bit of a perfectionist too I think that comes from not feeling worthy enough or you know feeling like the problem child whatever uh, but yeah I work really hard to I've worked I've worked really hard to get to where I am and I've kind of accepted me having some learning disabilities is okay like that is okay it is a fucking super power bro because when I tell you that I can now remember dates and times of things it's kind of scary it's scary how good I am with dates and I thought that I was going to be forever getful and that I was just going to have to accept the fact that I don't remember everything and you know I used to get upset when one of my siblings would look at pictures and be like oh my god I remember this I'm like I don't fucking remember that how come I don't remember that and I mean it's I had a seizure and it rattled the shit out of my brain I had like no recollection of anything before nine years old but you know what I don't think anyone remembers when they're nine or below I'm in my 30s and I'm like 
obviously I can't remember because I had a seizure and whatnot and I completely just don't remember but I'm like even if I didn't have that seizure would I have remembered what happened at nine I think this is why like childhood trauma and stuff is so wildly underrated because there's so much that we forget but our bodies store trauma I fully believe that so uh, I have a, a month out of the entire year that is incredibly hard for me. I will eventually talk about it. Um, but I could like feel it in my body. And I feel like it's my body just knowing like, oh my God, this was when this traumatic thing happened to you. And it starts to like ramp itself up. And I'm like, what are you doing? Downregulate. Like, don't hype yourself up. And I try to, like, you know, stay consistent with all the things that I know that helps with my stress levels. But sometimes, you know, life be lifin', and that bitch got hands, and sometimes she fights. But yeah, so uh, that's about my learning disabilities and my seizure seizures and no I do not have epilepsy I know that's going to be a question I was not officially diagnosed with epilepsy uh the way that that works is like you need to have x amount of seizures in x amount of time in order to be deemed epileptic and I am very thankful that uh that is not my case not that there's anything wrong with having epilepsy I just can't imagine uh, going through life with epilepsy because that's incredibly hard. Uh, medication is necessary as to where like there's other things that I've been diagnosed with and I'm like, I can do this. I can raw dog life, bro. Because there's an option. Like when you are diagnosed with certain things, there is no option and you have to take something and you have to do something about it. And I feel like I have been incredibly lucky up to this point in my life and yeah I had like the realization the other day that Logan is in fact the same age or going to be the same age that I was Logan is my child uh that I was when I had my seizure and I can't imagine what my parents went through while I while that was happening my dad wasn't home. He was already at work. But I can't imagine getting that phone call and then rushing to the hospital. And then my child not remembering who I am. Oh, God. These are all things that, like, I never even thought about until I became a parent. Because it's so hard to, like, see things through um, a parent's perspective because sometimes parents are, they just act out of fear and they're like, oh my God, you know, somebody falls and people are screaming their fucking heads off, whatever the case, you know, something small and then they turn it into something big and then you as a child don't understand. You're like, what happened? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. And then, yeah. So I don't really know where this was going. I hope that this proves to you no matter what 
you go through in life, like hard things, especially like something that you cannot control, like a learning disability, that does not stop you from being the badass bitch that you are. (laughs) Please share this podcast and leave me a five-star review. Share the podcast on your social media platforms and tag me in it so I can share it back. I can share it in my stories. I'm watching a bird try to go after a squirrel and it's sidetracking me. (laughs) This is wild. Anyways, (laughs) until next time, bye.